0: And, just like that, I am live, and uh, doing it live, we're doing it live, and yeah, I just determined, it's just, uh, it's been too long already, it's already the 11th of December, and I'm thinking, boy, I haven't put out my Bond episode yet, but here I am. Here I am, and it's been a long couple weeks, putting in a little overtime, well, not really. Uh, (laughs) It feels like I've been putting in overtime at work, but, uh, yeah, Um, hitting the ground running, trying to make the money for the uh, Christmas gifts, for the the little extra, the little extra cheddar for the little extra gifts there, and uh, that's where I've been at, and, have not much energy at the end of the day to give you something uh, truly unique, um, truly fun. Every time I do these, I want to give you something fun. Uh, I want to give you something to chew on for a bit. Oh, I'm looking at some of these things. It says top fans. Do I have any top fans? I'm looking at the app here. And the uh, engagement top gifts. Wow. I can give out gifts on here? I didn't know that. That's interesting. So, um, yeah, so soon, uh, to encourage me, to give me some uh, extra push, uh, I have Daniel Wilson coming on here pretty soon, and uh, uh, I hope I hope we entertain you. I hope we give you something to chew on. You know, it's mostly serious chats, serious chats when when Daniel comes on, but they're always thoughtful. They're always sincere. They're always unique, and uh, you know we made a promise. Uh, To do a paranormal episode. Maybe this one will be it. It kind of centers on that, on that a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it, I haven't seen anything. Well, let me just save it. I'll save it for, for when Daniel comes on board here. And, uh... Let's see here. Let's see... Let me check on there. Let's see if I cut out. I apologize. I'm just kind of checking on something here. Sorry for the dead air. I apologize. I'm just kind of making sure... Uh, Everything's good on Daniel's end, and uh, boy, what else can I what else can I talk about? Uh, oh, I've been reading something pretty amazing. Uh, it's called Garth Marenghi's Mar- Garth Marenghi's Uh It's utterly fantastic. It's it's one of the greatest books I've ever read. I have it on audiobook. Uh, I have it on Audible. Uh, I have it on Kindle, and I have the Honest to Good book right here. And uh, it's flippin' hilarious. Every page. Garth Marenghi. It's the real deal. Comedy horror. Um, And I think we have somebody. I think we have Daniel Wilson. Dan, you're, you're here. I am here. All right. All right. Awesome. So, thanks for pushing me to get this done and to get something recorded here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, it's it's good to keep the podcast wheels
0: turning. Yeah. I think it's I think it's important, especially when my when when we're paying the $5 a month. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. you know, come yeah, on, yeah, it's like, yeah, we've yeah. got to make something of quality here. We got to, yes. you know, but the thing is, is like, it's just, the month has just sapped, sapped the energy out of me. I just get home. and I'm just like, oh, I get the, you know, I, 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 I want to blame the lazy boy, but I, I can't fully blame the lazy boy because just, it's, you know, it, you just got to keep it. I always say this. You have to keep the body moving. Because if you just, if it just sits there, you don't, you just don't do, it, it just, you like like, you turn, you turn off, you know. Oh, yeah. Or, huh. or bad thoughts can settle in. It's like, it just, it's a healthy thing to do to just keep on. Not that you should always, always, be, and that there, there isn't a time to sit. Um, but most of the time, if your body feels like it's doing something, you're going to be, you're going to feel slightly better, I think, on some level. You know, so
1: a hundred percent, and I think uh, when I used to work out a lot more than I do now, mm-hmm. I used to just be nuts, you know, and I would go uh, five or six times a week, and on that fifth time, the sixth time was always mild, I'd always just go to I that, at that time I had two memberships. The hardcore gym and then just like the anytime fitness where I'd go and, you know, just do a little stretching and light weights. But my point is that on that fifth day of hardcore workout yeah. was my best day. And mm-hmm. you would think it'd be the opposite. You'd, you would think, oh, by then your your body is broken. Your body is all your muscles have been torn apart to shreds. Yeah, and you need rest more than anything. But the funny thing about it is, like, the fifth day you're the most conditioned uh, for what from what you just did the past four days. And even though you're sore and you're you're hurting, uh, something about the fifth day just because those last four days, it's the momentum. It's the momentum of it. And yeah, I think that. That applies to any practice, right? It's just the more you turn the mm-hmm. wheels, the better it gets. So,
0: just made me think of that what you were saying. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Um, you know, drawing for me is a lot like that. Um, you know, you know about my office that I've recently rented out. I should say office, office slash studio, studio. Where nice. I go in there and I just. Uh, You know whether that's um, working on a script. You know, right now I'm trying to finish a, a, you know, the script for Rage Five. You know, for Mm -hmm. it was due due last month, but I'm like, well, I went over. But uh, it's just you'll you'll just lose track of time, and it's because that momentum of just typing that one letter and that one word and that Mm -hmm. one phrase will just set off a whole reaction of this creative momentum. And pretty soon, what you're writing will, will come alive. The characters will start uh, talking. You know, you'll know, you just get a, a feel for what they're saying and, and what's happening in a scene. And it's the same with... Yeah, like, like working out, for example. Um, I was working out with a good friend of mine. Uh, and he came in and, and I go... You know, I don't like to go right to stretching because I'm so like ugh, like the blood isn't flowing. Yep. I don't feel like stretching. It's like ugh. Totally. I just feel so ugh when I start stretching. So what I do, I just get on the treadmill and we'll do five, even five or ten minutes, low, low intensity, nothing too crazy. You know, nothing. You know, if you want to get a little nuts and do a little jog, you can, but. And and that because it, it's so low entry, like all you have to get on do is get on there, start walking, maybe a little faster, you can get a little jump, jo- and and then, then your blood is going. Now now I can stretch. I get off there, yep, you know, and uh, now I feel like the force is starting to enter me, you know. Exactly. And uh, that's that's it. That's it right there.
1: Um, and I'm the same. I hate going straight into stretching like that. I'd rather yeah. stretch at the end uh, after. I like getting right into it because you do n- if you're going from sedentary to trying to stretch, which is highly uncomfortable. Right. yeah. Yeah, you gotta get the blood pumping first. You wanna get the mm-hmm. blood moving and in those muscles before you start yanking on them, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, For me, I really personally. think that's true. Yep. I mean, now, and now there's a sign, like, I don't recommend anybody just start, like, if you hit heavy weight, to not stretch out. Like, you should stretch out, like, before you hit the heavy weights. Because I've done that where it's like, you know, I hit the hit the kettlebells. It's too easy to go right in the kettlebells, like, heavy. And then it's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that because, you know, now I feel something's kind of pulled. It's like, and it's like, it's right. too easy to forget and I'm talking with like yeah. home workouts because it's easy if the kettlebell's right there, you can just pick it up while you watch the TV without thinking about stretching, like with heavy weight, like especially.
1: If your kettlebell swinging for sure, like the squat, yeah. and that, because right. that bell, that kettlebell will just, it'll force you to stretch whether you're stretched or not.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it will. When you swing it up <laughs> and then it goes under your legs, yeah. boom,
1: it's pulling on your hamstrings. So you're yeah. right big time on those big time on
0: yeah. those yeah um, but yeah, uh for sure it's it's the momentum is it's huge, like even even um getting the, something as simple as getting out of bed and, and there's a reason why you get out of bed and you you know um you know some people drink coffee immediately. I like you know maybe getting some water, you know I'm, I'm not as big in coffee anymore. But just getting, you know, walking down the steps and just it gets you in a totally different frame of mind than like, okay you wake up, you know, and you got a lot. You know, we've talked about this where a lot of negative regrets and all this stuff gets fed into your mind when you wake up sometimes. It's like negativity city. And I find that just getting out of bed and walking around, it changes the whole whole thing. I've noticed, you know. Yeah. You can you like your body is like just sitting there, just taking this bad these bad uh, vibes that whatever they're coming from, and it's like it's like you change you change your position of your body or you change the momentum of it mm-hmm. You change the thoughts somehow. You know, it's interesting. It it really is. It, there's something to it. There's definitely something to it. De- definitely something to it. Definitely something to it. Um, but, uh, I've, you know, it's important because I have friends that, you know, they, they have, they have the negative thoughts and a friend of mine, uh, you know, he has a lot of doubts these days and he's like, oh, but this, and I, I want this and this isn't going good for me. All I, all I want is, is X, uh, to do this and, and everything will be okay. And I'm like or I need to find X to make me happy and everything will be okay. And I'm just like, and I'm just telling I'm like, oh look, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's the negative cycle of the monkey mind that can yep. drive us out of our minds. And, you know, people not knowing how to get out of that, you know, thankfully, thankfully I've been able to, you know, through, you know, watching Eckhart Tolle and, and reading up on his books and, uh, and just coming to grips myself with and taking a step outside and looking at it, at it, and be like, wow, yeah, it's a kind of like a thing that feeds on itself. If you don't recognize it, you know, it'll just eat you up. And uh, changing your focus that's another great one, a great tool to kind of get you out of a certain mindset, change what you're currently doing. Um, there's all sorts of awesome tools that can help us uh, because I think that's. Really, that's a... Man, you think about the problems of society right now. That's one of the big ones, is how to get people in, in their head to, to, just, to just shut up, to shut it up. You know, keep it from, from talking and all this negative smack about yourself, you know? Uh, yeah. What yep. do you think about that? I think it's totally true that you, it's a
1: huge problem. Uh, It's a huge problem for me. And that's why I like the idea of starting the day writing with the affirmations Right. and forcing your brain to fill up a page with like goals and affirmations and positive statements. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the trajectory you put your day on and it's, it's not a perfect solution cause you still got the rest of the day to try to stay positive. Yeah. But I, if you follow it up with a list and if you can put those list items on a calendar and then you get reminders that you said you're going to, you know, pay this credit card this day, or you're going to schedule your dentist appointment this, right. at this time of this day. Like next thing you know, if you get in that habit, starting the day with the affirmations and then the lists, and then you start knocking those things off the list, then uh, that's, I think, it's not one day that will change your mind, that will change your life. But if you start knocking those days out one after the other, that's how you, you, know, you look back and like, whoa, I did something that I'm proud of. I, I, did, I could have done the opposite. I could have woke up and got on toxic twitter
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know started looking at all the negative comments and the 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 left mm-hmm. right uh por- you know politic porn of mm-hmm. people talking smack to each other that's a terrible way to start your day yeah um yeah but yeah so mentality is huge and i'm no pro I'm definitely no pro, and I like, I like uh, good m- reading material to keep me um, yeah. on track. Like I just downloaded the audiobook by Steven Pressfield. It's oh, called, boy. It's called "Put Your Ass: Where Your Heart Wants to Be." Mm-hmm. And I just started it, but I, he wrote "The War of Art. He wrote "Turning Pro." yeah and those things they're super easy to get through and they just put me in the right frame of mind because it's just like what you said with the treadmill to be honest like he wakes up and he says he puts in three to four hours of writing because he's a writer Mm -hmm. and that he doesn't think about it he doesn't worry about how good of a job he did yeah he just goes to war with the writing Yep. So, just like the treadmill, it's like you got to work out. You're not worrying if you if you hit your muscles that you want to work, that you want to hit. You're not worrying if you're going to be ripped uh, when you when you pull off your shirt into the bathroom. You're just worry. You're just getting the blood pumping. Just go, go, go. One thing yeah. leads to another. One step at a time. Um.
0: So yeah, that's what I think about that. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so that's that's number one. That at least, or at least that's number two. It's up there. That one. Another one. I'd say, and it's just glaringly obvious. And uh, I'll come back to what we were talking about, but there seems to be, you know, without. And I'm not trying to get political in any way. I just there seems to be a serious lack, a serious lack in leadership. And on a micro level, uh, say what you will about the macro level, okay? We'll leave that alone. But we'll just say in our day-to-day lives, it just everybody seems to be so lost. <laughs> you know? Have you yeah. noticed this? Like nobody is like a take charge. Like, all right, let's. Get, we're gonna get this done. Like, <laughs> like, like what's his name? Like the, the wolf from. Uh, um, Pulp Fiction. You know when they call in Harvey Keitel. Yeah, that guy doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Not even that dude's son exists. I feel like everyone's just kind of like, you know, for example, like like restaurants. You know, I I feel like everyone's just kind of like, okay, well this is gonna okay. Who did this? Nobody told me about this, and we're just gonna let everything just kind of go up in the air. And who knows if that customer is gonna get what they need? And who knows. <laughs> but it, it's, you know, and it, you know, probably, you know, you know, because the, the workforce is so messed up right now, they can't get enough people. But even so, I, I think leadership, it really begins and ends with, our, with ourselves as well. Like, there's just a lot of um, lackadaisicalness and not a lot of um, passion. Or, I don't know what other word. There's probably another word I should use. I can't think of it right now. But it does seem to be kind of a... Not much accountability, you know. I mean, if you screw up with something, you should definitely be like, uh, uh, you know what, I screwed up with that. But next time, I'm going to get it. You know? I always try to do that to myself. Like, ah, I really screwed up there. How can I fix that for next time? Like, like say I, I came off... Like, I gave someone... I came off like like a jerk somehow like I use the wrong inflection in my voice and I shouldn't have been so so uh, mean about something I'd be like you know what next time I should try to make up for that you know yeah that seems to be something on a small micro level that we can all do Um, but it does I think it ties into presence definitely you know people aren't being present in the moment with themselves or, or with who they're dealing with and, um, and uh, I don't know, gumption, I, I guess a sense of like, hey, you know, we're all here, whether in a, we're in a, a, we don't want to be there or not, we're here now. So let's just do the best we can and, and try to have fun with it and, and to do that the best we can. Like, hey, I work a job. I, I don't, you know, I don't really, I, it's not my dream job, but I'm there. So let me do the best thing I can. Try to enjoy myself and, and do the best I can while I'm there, you know. And uh, I'll show up, you know, for it, you know.
1: Yeah, you're right about that being rare. Yeah. I think it. what also contributes to it is there's the illusion of social media and people's... Uh, people's dream lives that don't actually exist. Now, a lot do. I'm not saying they don't. I know a few people with that have, have really cool lives because of their social media yeah. account. But I think that that doesn't mean they don't have problems, you know? But right. it's like the idea of traveling the world or doing some super cool uh, dream job. Um, that seems so easy. And who wants to sit at a retail job and sit mm-hmm. in the same space all day and deal with customers, you know, and make, and then have to work there all day, yeah, and not make enough money, and not they don't ma- they don't have money, and they don't have time to maneuver. Um, yeah. but they're they're uh they're Chopping away just to get by. That's the reality, what most people have to do. But they don't want to do it because there's this illusion of the grass is greener, right? So it's like right. uh, the, the idea of a person taking being proud and taking ownership and pride in, in their old fashioned job, you know, that mm-hmm. before social media, um, they people were doing those jobs they thought that was the only thing they did the job they they waited the tables they did a good job they worked mm. at the the repair shop they did a good job and it still exists like i still i can take the car to a mechanic and there's right. still a knowledgeable guy there that cares i'm not saying yeah. it doesn't exist anymore too. right but i think your point is is like it's less and less and less <laughs> yeah. which i always like I, I, I don't know. There's like every time I go to a restaurant or anywhere out, something is more likely to get messed up than it used to. It seems like.
0: You're right. At least that's yeah. what it seems. The perception seems to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so for sure. Um, is it? Is a collapse of society level? Not yet. But could it be that way?
0: We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> right. But, you know, worse things have happened in societies. You know, it's like we're yeah. not immune to, uh, you know, the ebb and flow of uh, societies over the hundreds and hundreds of years. That's right. further back. Um, but uh, gosh what else was I was gonna say about momentum that that that's great but those those are the top two that it's really in society it's just like you know kind of the the big ones i feel um but uh well maybe i'll maybe I'll remember what I was going to touch on but uh you know this 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 episode maybe we should are you ready to tackle a paranormal uh theme to this this episode and kind of go and see, yeah. you know, have you been down a rabbit hole or have you been kind of... Down a, a rabbit hole. I, well, <laughs> while I remember it, yeah. I
1: heard today that three years ago, and I looked it up online, that three years ago because we were at a Chinese restaurant uh, with friends today. Okay, and cool. And we got our fortune cookies and my buddy Peter, his his little gimmick is everyone around the table especially with big groups we had six of us you read your fortune cookie and then you end it with in bed in bed you have to add the 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 two words in bed to the end of your fortune cookie okay makes sense so it's like oh you will achieve great things with your new partner in bed Everyone goes around. They I read guess their...
0: you Well, well yeah, I yeah. Guess it depends with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. It's a so whole no matter story what, we're going into. Yeah. No matter <laughs> what, like five out of six of them were funny. But then one right. of them was like, all right, that that didn't really work. But it was yeah. still it was still funny. Okay. But uh, uh, anyways, I'm like on those fortune cookies, they give you the lucky numbers on the back of the fortune cookie. There's five lucky numbers. And I was just like I wonder if anyone's ever won the lottery using the fortune cookie numbers. 3 years ago it happened. Some guy won 344 million on the fortune cookie numbers.
0: No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. That's crazy. Wow.
1: Isn't that like if you did if you were that guy, I mean, how could you not believe like the world is is like a simulation or something that is yeah. so crazy. You go enter the fortune cookie numbers like it's a joke. Like maybe it's not. Maybe you're like, this is it. This is. I wonder what he was thinking when he looked at the fortune cookie <laughs> and he said, "Oh, th- these are the numbers." Right? Was he sure of himself or was or was he just on a date and he was like, "Babe, let's go." Look at these numbers. Let's go, let's go try. Let's just for fun, mm-hmm. you know, like how how did it go down? Did he go to get his powerball? and like, I don't know what numbers to pick. Oh, wait, I got this fortune cookie thing in my pocket. Let's do these. Like mm-hmm. what happened? What made him pushed him to uh, do that? And yeah, so it's not really.
0: The paranormal you were thinking of but um or or after he thought even more interesting after he he uh won, did he chalk it down as ah it's statistics <laughs> Right. It's statistics it's just those it, it's just a coincidence yeah. you know it, it just lined up everything that that's how the numbers work, you know yeah uh, but yeah uh You got that that is definitely a life changing moment, but on another level because it's more than just you want you you got lucky, you just you took the numbers that were given to you. Yeah. So it's even
1: yeah. You You would think that fortune cookie company would wanna like wrap that (laughs) victory somehow.
0: (laughs) I thought you could say the good
1: amount of cut of what the guy was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, um. So paranormal. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. Um. What have I? I, I feel like I have. I, I. I heard a Skinwalker Ranch episode of. What show was that? It might have been Tinfoil Hat. It okay. Been, yeah. Um. No, but other than that, no man, no. Other than we took our new dog into the woods right outside Sedona and I was like, "Oh, yeah. Mina, new t- dog." Yep. Fantastic. Vince. Vince yeah. was the name they gave him at the shelter okay. and we just we just kept it because we right. didn't know what else to call him, so we just started calling okay. him Vince. Yeah. Um but uh she she, we pulled off on the side of the road and she she took the dog to go pee and then like she went kind of far and then she was gone for like a couple minutes and i was like that's this is kind of crazy she's gone for a while so i went out Mm -hmm. and i went into the i went into the the bush myself and far enough i was calling their name both of them and I was out there far enough where I could no longer see the car in the road. I was just in the middle of the woods. It's mostly yeah. like you know ten foot sage or ten foot juniper trees and little shrubs and stuff, and it's just like kind of a crazy landscape, and it was kind of cloudy out and I just the first thing I thought of was missing four one one yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And I literally got a little freaked out and was like, all right, I'm heading back to the car. And <laughs> there she was. They were they were waiting for me at the car. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, I good. walked out in one direction and they went into another direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, n- I haven't experienced anything paranormal. And... Uh, I really I haven't watched anything but I'm down for the combo. So let's do it.
0: Yeah, well let's um I I you know I've been watching some stuff here and there. Um uh, the big one which I'm sure you know about, but it should be good for, you know, the audience to know about is uh uh David Polite's uh uh Missing 411 the UFO connection which is, you know, uh, this is a big movie. Have you seen this? Is he's gonna release this movie in like in a few days? No. Uh, on DVD, and uh, you didn't know about this? No, second. I heard
1: about the movie. I didn't know it was coming out in a few days.
0: Yeah. So in a few days, I pre-ordered it and all that, and uh, it's gonna be a big one. Like he's really, he's really uh, found out you know a big a big part of what's been going on. I don't think it's. The whole thing, but it's a big, it's a big deal. Like he's really put in his homework. He's really put in his work, and um, you know, it's an easy thing to just write this off. And be like, oh, of course, UFOs. You know, you know, for people that don't know the guy or how much work he puts into uh, uh, researching all these stories and the, the collection of stories. You know, I'm looking at the three books I got of his, and it's just, it's a lot over the years um that no one has really ever gone in the extra mile and and just got all the stuff together and, and pointing out the patterns and uh yeah it's gonna be interesting so i'm looking forward to this uh when it i'll probably get in the mail probably in a couple of weeks or so um it should be a big so like when i watch it i'll do a special episode on it and uh you can watch it like you don't have to get the DVD. You can watch it online or whatever. Um, but I I recommend that you check it out, and then we could talk about it. It'll be really interesting. Yeah. How are you watching that? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the DVD. Okay. Uh, but uh, you don't have to buy the DVD. Like you can watch it. I think you can watch it on Amazon. Um, I'm not keen with Amazon these days. So you. But there's other platforms you can watch it on. He said. So if you go to his website. He's got a couple places you can just watch it online for whatever, you know. Uh, but anyway, um, other than that, um, I've been watching. You know, I was watching on YouTube. I was at the office. I'm like, I'll take a little break and I'll watch something on YouTube. And it was uh, William Shatner's uh, sci-fi. It was like called Absolutely Sci-fi or something like that. It was from, from like ten years ago. And it was they were talking about uh, werewolves and all that, and I was totally thinking, oh, like the Michigan Dogmen, you know. And this lady, uh, um, what was it? Actually, it wasn't the werewolf stuff, but it was uh, this girl, this lady was talking about the Jersey Devil, right? Have you heard of the Jersey Devil? No. Oh, you never heard of the Jersey Devil? Okay. I've heard the term, but... I've okay, not. you've heard... Okay. It's supposed to be, like, this creature with uh, with wings, and it's kind of, like, got the head of a goat, um, and, and it's got, like, hooves, and uh, it's a pretty out-there concept for uh, a cryptid, you know, and, uh, but anyway, this lady, she said she saw it, um, I think, it, I'm trying to think if she saw it with her kid or something, no, or, or something like that, and she was running from it, and she was terrified, and she went in her it This was, was just during the winter, and it, it went on her, her roof, and she could hear the, 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 the thing crawling around on the roof. And uh, they sh- she's like, I took pictures, and you see the pictures of it, and like, that's pretty wild. Like uh, Like, it looks pretty authentic, like something was definitely on the roof. And yep. the snow, like I'm looking at, it like that looks pretty. Something was definitely on the roof, and it's hard to kind of fake those kind of. It just looked very real as far as the 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 the, the claw prints and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's I thought that was really neat. Um, but yeah, there are some dogman stories. Um, one was this guy was he was driving on the road, and uh, he he has an unfortunate job of. Cleaning up, cleaning up uh, deer corpses, and, and hauling them back, and disposing of them. And uh, this, he went out one day and he found a deer that wasn't, you know, uh, that was off the um, uh, the map or whatever wasn't reported or something. And he went to go put, he loaded it in the truck, and then when he started driving away, like um, he heard something jump onto his truck. And he, he stopped the car and he turned around and he saw, you know, these two, these, these eyes looking at him and it was, you know, digging into the, the deer, you know, trying to Jeez. either eat it or take it off the truck. Right. And so he started, uh, he started, he's like, he started, he rubbed up the car, the truck again and it kept going like faster. And the thing, all of a sudden there was like a, like a boom, like it, like it took the deer off, um. And, and, and part of his truck, like, back part. or I'm thinking of, like, that door or something yeah. that yeah. hinges. And, and uh, so he's like, okay. So I kept driving. And then I, I'm like, well, damn. He's like, I need that part for work. I can't just let leave that behind. So he stops the truck and he goes back. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, no, no fucking way would I go back. Are you kidding me? Like, this thing has a, this immense strength. To haul the, the corpse of your deer off your truck, but you're gonna go back. I well, it's for work, <laughs> like, you're gonna get killed. Right? <laughs> um, so he went back and uh, he didn't see anything, but his I think that the part of his truck was gone and like everything was gone. Um, but uh, he reported it to the police and all that, and he said that they took him. He said they actually took him serious about it and all that, which is pretty amazing, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, it's a fun show. Like, I, I recommend it. Check it out on YouTube. And William Shatner is really funny on it, too. He hams it up pretty good. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he's talking about, you know, like, he goes, ah, you know, if I was going to go out and face a dogman, would I bring a little pistol? He goes, uh, no. And He opens up the <laughs> trunk of a, of a car. I bring one of these, and he's got a <laughs> shotgun, a <Yeah. laughs> big old shotgun, <laughs> you know, and, uh, but yeah, so it's entertaining, it's fun, and it ties into, uh, a lot of cryptid stuff, UFO stuff, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still curious about, you know, uh, going to sites and checking out where the dog man is supposedly, I think that would be a fun thing to do, um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of paranoid about it, like kind of how you are now. Like I need to get like a uh, um what you call uh, uh, uh that he t- what Dave talks about the um alarm. personal locator beacon. locator beacon, yeah. So I got to I really got to get one of those cuz dogman uh,
1: know... scares the hell out of me. I, I <laughs> yeah. don't I don't want to see dogman.
0: <laughs> it would be freaky. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I, yeah. It would be I don't it'd want to see a skinwalker yeah. I don't
1: want to see a dog man <laughs> it'd be interesting I'll give you that
0: like, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like i I was telling you about that video like they did like I can't find it on YouTube anymore it's weird like it was, it it like there's it, it definitely seems like do, like some kind of um dog man that is coming at somebody, like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's covered in shadow pretty good, but it's like, during the day, mm-hmm. and the way it approaches, like, it just stops, the size, him up, mm-hmm. and then, it, the fight or flight kicks in, and it decides to fight, and it, it rushes towards the camera, and it's like, it's got a huge, like, muscular body coming, like, it's kind of like a silverback gorilla coming at the, the guy taking the video, like, holy crud, like, it's so mm-hmm. realistic, like, it it was definitely thicker than any wolf. Like, a, not like... Because a wolf's like, you know... It's high up and it's got the long legs. This mm-hmm. this was bulky. And like, that's incredible video. Like, I can't believe I just watched that. That's that's really neat. So, but it's hard to find on YouTube. Like, you really got to... I'm not sure if it's there. I, I might have seen a video that's like it, but I'm not sure if, if it's the same video. But it's incredible. Um, another video that doesn't have to do with any of those, is um, I was just getting crazy. I'm like, uh, because I was watching this, like, I was going down the rabbit hole, YouTube rabbit hole, and there's, like, one on, like, little leprechauns and gnomes and fairies and all that. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple really good little videos on there. There's a good one where it looked really hard to fake. Like, there's a shadow. Like, these kids are in this, uh, I don't know, it looks like a basement in some other country, I don't know if it's Mexico or something like that, and uh, there's a shadow in the, in the in the crack, like in the in the corner uh, bottom of the basement, and the shadow kind of forms into a triangle. Right? And it's like, oh, that's kind of a weird little shadow thing. And then, it comes, it turns into like a real little thing, like a little dude, like sh- with a head, sh- hat shaped like a gnome, and it scurries. And it goes into the corner and the kids are all flipping out and uh, they're flipping out pretty realistically. Like they're not like putting on a show mm-hmm. and I'm looking at him like, God, yeah, that's hard to fake digitally. Like CGI wise, it looked very real. Like it, it's pretty wild, you know? So crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. What else? Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing weirds happened as far as like seeing anything, any UFOs or anything. But um, just a lot of, lot of cool little stuff on YouTube and and uh, the missing four one one. Yeah, nothing. I haven't had any really weird dreams or anything like that, and uh, I haven't really had any good memorable dreams in a while, which is weird. But. Um, you
1: know what I've noticed about dreams and I was going to do a podcast about this. It's not I don't think it's supernatural at all. I think it's just something that I finally realized and maybe other maybe you've had similar uh experiences with dreams, but I'm sure some people have. It's been a long time since I had like a really blissful didn't want to wake up Mm -hmm. thought about it the rest of my daydream sure i haven't had a dream like that since i was probably in college like where it was a dream so good that right uh, i loved it most of my dreams they're weird and they i wake up in the middle of the night because of them feeling like kind of gross i don't know Mm -hmm. um just weird morbid no, I wouldn't go so far as to say nightmares, but just kind of like a rehashed memory from years back that I didn't really want to think about. Like my brain is mm-hmm. processing it and resurfacing it. So maybe there's something deeper here that I need to work on. But usually my dreams are just like, they're not pleasant. I wouldn't say they're not like, you know, Jason chasing me with his machete or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just not pleasant dreams. But, so that's, if 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 I'm not staying active with projects, if I don't have a current project that I'm working on, that's the kind of dream I have. Meaningless. Yeah. Maybe there's meaning that I don't realize, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: just um, confusing, seemingly pointless, just all over the board. I have no weird just stupid stupid dreams blah yeah but then i realize i start working on a project and i actually start trying to figure out things about a project like a sauna build or like a permaculture thing like both of which i've been thinking about lately i have projects and i realize that in my dreams i continue to work on the project and hmm. in the dream i'm thinking about like i'm at home depot i'm looking for the right lumber i'm thinking about my shopping list and they're constructive good dreams and it's like my brain's working for me so now instead of a meaningless weird what the hell is that dream it's like oh my gosh uh I put my brain, my night brain to work for me, to try to figure out to keep solving this problem, this plan of whatever project I'm working on. So to me, my revelation was when I woke up the other day and I was like, oh my God, I was, I was trying to figure out what I was thinking about last night before I went to bed. My brain continued to work on the problem when I was sleeping and I'm like that to me, I loved it. It wasn't one of these morbid, weird dreams mm-hmm. that a family dying, you know, family members dying yeah. or some weird thing. It was me working on a project. I'm like, I need projects all the time. This is what it just made me feel like I never want to not have a project that I'm working on because just for this reason alone. Um. So, yeah. I mean, the, I think of, I'm telling you because... I don't know if this, I don't know if you have like serious problem solving uh, sessions with your artwork, but I will say I really enjoy watching. You put one on Instagram recently. (laughs) Yeah. Live drawing. And I miss those videos. I don't know if there's somewhere where I can watch those, but I just a piece of advice. I really enjoy watching your cartoon drawing videos. And oh, thanks, man! Any time you put one on, it'll I'll get like hypnotized by it and watch it. So, just you wow. know, as a piece of feedback
0: for you, I appreciate that. That's I, I really like
1: cool. I like the narration. I like yeah. it when you're talking about what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yeah. I'll watch it every single day. Every time you put one of those on, I'll watch it like a daily. It doesn't have to be a 30 minute video or anything. Right. But, uh, I'll stop my scrolling and it's almost like, you know, what ASMR is. AML no. is it ASMR? It's like there's videos on YouTube where, uh, people turn their microphone up really high. And they make sounds, they'll like, they'll like tap their fingernails on the table. Uh. Or or they'll, um, they'll, they'll, you know, do this with the mic, they'll scratch the mic or Mm. they'll make sounds that are meant to give you like, they call it a trigger. And it's kind of like Hmm. a little bit of a dopamine, uh, a little bit of a dopamine, uh, release. Where these sounds they get you so relaxed that that you get like a little spike in happy chemicals in your brain, and yeah. it's a real thing. I have it's happened to me before, but I never knew how to put my finger on it. Uh, but I would say your videos of you drawing they have that capability. Wow! They put they like put me in a weird brain state where I'm like hypnotized and I'm deeply listening. I'm very I'm paying attention uh closely to what you're saying, you're just watching the lines. Yeah. And uh yeah. I so I I think there's something there, especially with your style and your lines and your your cartoons.
0: Um mm-hmm. I don't know, some food for thought for you. Yeah, thank you. That's incredible. I I thank you for the compliment and uh I, you know, sometimes I think You know, when I do these things, it's like I don't want to come off as as like, oh, I'm trying to get attention. I'm like, I I kind of put it out there because, yeah, okay, I want to build interest. You know, I'm releasing a comic, and I I kind of want to get some input. I think that's a big one, input. Um, But I want to put something out there that is productive, for one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and two it's not it's i'm putting something that's just not you know and I, I talked about this i do some live videos on there it's been a while since i've just kind of gotten out of the soapbox and started just jibba jabba not while i'm out for a walk but a lot of people put on there uh a bunch of words in little and small words in and black boxes and i'm like you know, I can't see that. Like, <laughs> like to me, Instagram is a, it's more of a, it's photos, video, and speaking. Like, those, when you just have words on there, it's like, you're losing me. It's like, I need to be, I need that interaction of, yeah. like, either somebody's doing something or they're singing something or they're bringing a, a strong personality out in, in a video or a beautiful shot. Um, you know, you do a lot, you do a lot of uh, videos and stuff. And so I'm watching that. And, uh, and that to me speaks more than just putting some words on, even if the words are really meaningful and great to me, I like that. I'm a visual person. So I kind of want to put that out into the world and like, and it is putting kind of, you know, my drawings, you know, I put, even if it's just a sketch, it's part of my personality in some way. Like there's probably part of me like today I put one out of like a like a cat monster kind of a thing and like there's definitely some part of me in that little monster somewhere you know and (laughs) I just don't really realize it but it's when you say problem solving oh you better believe you better believe drawing is all about problem solving like positioning and uh, if you do perspective if you do um, like how how something moves its head, it, it's constantly problem solving. So it's definitely working out those muscles all the time. And, uh, you know, o- over the years, you know, I've, i you know, you know, I'm 45 now. It's like, you know, now it's like, yeah, I better be good at it. You know, because it's, a, you know, I'm a certain age, so I have to be good at, at, at it now. So, I, you know, so, but it's good to push myself to practice. Like, like we were talking about, if you just type one letter, Right. And what I always preach draw just a, one line, you know, do for 10 seconds, see what you can scribble and put together. And you'll, you're going to go longer than 10 seconds. I'm, I almost guarantee like it's like a 99% chance you're going to go over 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you just, because you just kind of get into it then. Like you kind of want to prove to yourself, can I make that look like something? Can that, you know, um, I mean, yeah, I, I like, I, I hate, it's, I hate being a perfectionist, and perfectionism kills a lot of people that could be great at drawing, but at the same token, that, that kind of, if they stick at it, stick with it for 10 seconds, that perfectionist muscle wants them to kind of like, well, let's try a little bit harder, let's do a little bit better, you know, even if they tear it up and throw it out after that, at least they did it, you know, at least, at least you do it, you know, I've had a lot of bad drawings throughout the years, but, uh. I'm hard pressed to throw away even the bad ones I do because it's like I learned something from the the bad drawings, you know. But uh, thanks for the compliment. That they were just thanks for telling me that and the input. That's all good. So. Yeah, I mean, it's that. as much of a compliment as it is just feedback. Like,
1: yeah, I'm telling you, as a fan, I want more of that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like great, man. You know, it, if someone says, "Hey." Where's the Where's the D Don Life episodes? You haven't uh-huh. been recording. Uh, what's up with that? You know. Yeah, it's like wasn't necessarily a compliment, even though it was, because they want it. But it's more like, hey, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay, where's the that. goods? It's different as opposed to saying, hey, I really like what you said to to your guest. Like you, he put, he had such a way of saying that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would be more of a like a compliment, as opposed to like. Hey, where is it? You haven't been recording it. Yeah, you know, I'm expecting this. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's because I enjoy it. Yeah. It's
1: like this time where I get to turn one, uh, one part of my brain off and then I get to go on autopilot and go into a hypnotic state to watch your video. So it's yeah. really pleasant, actually.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad it's it's helping you. There's a zen to it. Yes, definitely. There's definitely a zen to it, and that's, you know, that's one of the ways that it's great to be present. And that that's kind of like the zone. You know, you get in the zone uh, of doing something. That's you know whether you're working out or whether you're 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 everything's flowing with this facial expression or this position you're not thinking about anything else necessarily you're very much in tune with with the universe and, and with everything you know mm-hmm. yeah. um but there's especially great moments when you're really lost in it and things are working and flowing um it's like man that's just it's a great place to be and it's like you never want to leave that place because it's like now it's everything works out like a should like it should there's nothing turning you down Right, there's nothing, like, man. This really needs. I really wish she would uh, look at me, <laughs> because it's like there's nothing to look at you. Like it's all, it's all going with you. It's like it's your date, you know, right. <laughs> and it's waving you in because it's working. You're totally in the flow, you know. Yeah, and I love that flow state. I love, I love that sure. so much. Um, and, and uh, the more that people can get to that state. I think the better off everybody would be. But I think a lot of people don't re- either, they don't realize what they're good at or they can't find that, that when they're doing certain activities. You know, it, it's, it's okay to not, I don't understand what I'm good at yet, that, you know, but it, there's some things where it's like, okay, you have to realize what you're doing. It's like you're doing, it at, you're doing a great job at, it, at that current time and just realize and be one with it. And your problems kind of go away, and you can kind of rise above that and, and be aware of that. And, and, and I think that that, again, you know meditators talk about being aware of things going through your head and, and ec- going, exiting, you know it's like it's all part of it. So if we can do those things more often and kind of realize that, I think it's going to be great. I mean, doing this podcast, you know, I think there's part of it on some level. You know, doing a podcast, I I feel the need to do one every so often because it's it's kind of an art form in itself um, to be able to not only just, just talk and get my thoughts out, but talk in a way where I think someone might get something out of this conversation, where um, or, or, or put in a, put it in a way where it's good for me to just get it out of of my my system. But yet, do it in a way that's constructive and mm-hmm. it doesn't come off negatively. And, you know, like, like we could just get on here and just start complaining about everything that sucks. You know, we really could, but it's like you don't want to do that because, you know you, you know, you can put that out and everyone's going to be like, ah, gosh, I got to listen to this guy, bitch, for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want to bring some kind of joy to somebody somehow. You know, that's, I mean, what do you think when you do a podcast? And you got somebody on? Are you? What do you? How are you thinking? Like, I mean, what you? What? What are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you think uh, I want to bring something that someone will enjoy listening to, or, or are you just kind of like, I don't care. I'm just gonna vent. Whatever.
1: No, I do, and I think about it a lot because, um, uh, I yeah, I I guess my big thing is it's like a, a dance between keeping it me. Mm-hmm. I I want to let them talk. Cause I like what they have to say and yeah. I want it to be a conversation. I don't want, but I don't want it to become, t- I don't want to, I don't want to let them talk so much that I don't talk. Yeah. Right. That I don't say anything. And cause then it's not really my podcast anymore, but I don't. So to me, it's like the balance of being me, and uh letting them get their piece out yeah so if i were to if i were to hit record by myself and say the kind of stuff that i say i would hope that i can still say that kind of stuff with a brand new guest on Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah, and not and not like yeah. put on some face where I'm I'm timid because I'm just trying to hear what they have to say, which I am. I'm not saying I'm not trying to hear what they say, but I I, I don't want to lose. You know, if 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 people turn on D Don Life to hear D Don, then uh I don't want the I don't want to bring on guests that that turn off the candid Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? Where I it just becomes so. like I'm just being timid and asking them and letting them take over the show just because their story's important, which it is. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. To, to me, and I guess what I'm saying is this is what I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to work on... Uh, and this is, again, where I admire Sam Tripoli so much. Yeah. Because he can have on really smart people and he's a he 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 blabbles and he mumbles and he, he screws up words and he uses the wrong words sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's me. That's how I am. And yet he has one of the most successful podcasts out there right now. Yeah, And he's not that eloquent. He's hilarious, so he's got that going for him. I don't consider myself hilarious, uh, but at least he can get away with not being extremely uh, smooth talker, like proper English. Yeah, his personality shines through quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. His personality shines through. mm mm-hmm. And he does that with whatever guests he has on. So to me, it's kind of like a a, a model, a mentor for me in my podcast. Yeah. Because I'm never going to be that eloquent speaker. I just, mm-hmm. I don't have that skill. I can work on it and get better, but I'm never going to be like a Sam Harris type that can mm-hmm. speaks very
0: intelligently and,
1: yeah. um, uh,
0: Well thought, really well thought out. uh, Really
1: well thought out, yeah. um, uh,
0: Arguments and and things to talk about. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but every time I listen to your podcast, it's very authentic. Um, And and you're giving people, you're giving me and people that listen to you, um, a view into your world and what you're going through at that time is so sincere and authentic. And you know, and you bring that to your guests as well, and I think they pick up on that. And it causes them to be the same way, and you're getting a very authentic, sincere conversation between, for example, you and Ken Zen. Um, you seem to have a good um, back and forth with, and you kind of match each other as far as um, uh, what you feel about something. And uh, that is something that is so... Ah, I think, I think it's so good for for it to be out there because there's so many overproduced podcasts, overproduced things that people forget. Oh yeah, there's people that are actually just trying to get something out and and uh, and give you something about what they're going through, their experience um, as honestly as they can. And uh, I think that's what it is. It's like I like I. I like that, and I miss that. If you don't record that in a while, you know the thoughts to your to, to your inner world, your inner struggle. Um, I think it's very relatable. You know, it's something I do on my my podcast occasionally. Um, you know, I used to do like some. I do the late night with Hambo's, where I'll be in bed. <laughs> it's probably a little bit too candid. <laughs> where it's like yeah like this is on my mind and this sucks and it'll be might be a downbeat downer of an episode for five minutes but it's very real and it's like you know what i want to record something and uh, you know not all episodes are like that thankfully but uh but yeah i so that's awesome i I appreciate the work you do thank you doing that
1: i'm glad Um, someone likes it you know what i mean it's yeah uh, it's cool
0: and, there's a reason there's a reason to do it definitely
1: yeah but again i always go back to the 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 thing i'd like to say is that the best part about doing a podcast is doing the podcast it's the conversation with the person it's mm-hmm. the connecting with that person especially new people you get to have a great conversation with them and you get to hear about their story you would have never had you might have never had that conversation with them if it wasn't for this reason this Mm -hmm. this this excuse of a podcast yeah Uh, and you get them to open up and hear their story and learn from them whereas it's just like hey give me an hour of your time and tell me everything I ask like maybe they would maybe they would but when they when they do it when you say hey we do a podcast and then we get to do a little promotion for it and then their people get to hear it and mm-hmm. it's, you get to share it, you know? So it's, yeah. it's in the records yeah. now and you can go back to that and th- you never know. Someone might hear that episode a year from now and contact like the two ones I just did with Bennett and then with Charles, mm-hmm. like both of those guys are permaculture designers yeah. and they're both doing work and they're both doing, you know, cool stuff. So Maybe maybe the universe doesn't respond two days later, but maybe it does six months later. Someone yeah. goes back and they hear that, and they're like, "I'm going to get a hold of that guy. He's mm-hmm. very reachable." And so, yeah, it's worth it for everyone involved. But my favorite part about it is the conversation itself. Um, I I'll record a conversation with someone. And when I shut it off, I'm thinking about what they said. I'm think I'm thinking about the stuff they said, days later. Yeah. Like, um. And that's cool. That's cool to get direct, firsthand knowledge from people, and then you get to you get to steep on it, mm-hmm. and you get to digest it, and then you get to take action potentially off of what they said. Yeah. So to me, it's. Like you said, it's not overproduced. You could be, you could shoot for that. You could shoot for the big numbers, the big show. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot to be uh, gained from a modest show. Uh, Just seeking out, you know, the guests that other people don't necessarily seek out either because everyone Everyone seeks out, they want the big names on their podcast, right, the big exactly. numbers. And it's like, oh, another episode with this other big name. And now yeah. all of a sudden we collectively start Id- idolizing these certain people because they, they got to the top tier of the, the podcast rounds. Mm-hmm. And there's, all of, there's literally way more lesser known people. Millions and millions of qualified, lesser-known people mm-hmm. that are just there waiting to waiting to be uh, waiting to be. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word. I'm not going to say discovered because I don't dis, discover. It sounds like yo going to Hollywood to get discovered, right? right? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like that. I'm saying waiting for the collective to uh, learn about what they have, their story, their, what their story has to contribute. Yeah, um, yeah. Inst- instead of always looking to the big name people, the, you know, George, I, I, I'm thinking about Jordan Peterson because I literally see him everywhere all over my right. feed. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying, I got nothing, no problem with Jordan Peterson. I'm not, I'm not saying Jordan, I'm not, my point is, is that there's these big name people that dominate the online space when there's literally millions and millions of qualified people to talk about their experience. They have amazing stories. They have amazing knowledge. They've put in their 10,000 hours in their field Mm -hmm. and no one's interviewing them. No one even knows who they are. So, uh, I think, this idea of like, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster and I'm going to get all the big names on my show. That's, that's like, that's fine. I'm not judging it at all. Um, I hope mine, I would love a big podcast. I'm not saying I don't want a big podcast. I would love a big podcast, but I want to get big or stay small by harvesting those areas of the world that aren't being harvested because That's to me where the innovation comes, the new ideas come, and when the old, when when the out with the old and in with the new, Mm -hmm. sort of sort of thing, if that makes sense. Um, Sure. Yeah. 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 So, I guess I'm just justifying uh, and justifying like having. Finding, finding people that never thought about being on a podcast, finding them and getting them on. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what I've done, but I've always kind of liked that idea instead of just saying, Oh, go after the big names, get Jordan Peterson on my podcast. Cause then I'm going to get a bunch of subscribers mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have the big views and then I'm going to get invited on the big podcast. And now I'm in the elite circles. Yeah, yeah. Now
0: I've made it to the elite circles. And it's like, "Eh." But was it for the right reasons at that point? Right, yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking, um, I think, you know, of course, I'd love my podcast to grow. It would be great. But I'm not losing sleep over it. It's like, I'd rather have the podcast be effective. Is it effective? Does it... Um, did somebody get something out of it like did it would be great if I went to a convention like one of these days and you know i'm i 'm signing autographs so i 've like giving them my my comics like and and they 're going, oh, you know what I was listening to your your podcast Ham Palace, and you 're talking to Daniel about uh the importance of of uh, being present and, and working out and I just want to say that episode got me working out i 'm like holy crud, I'd be like, that's awesome, because, yes. like, that's more important to me than, like, oh, man, I'm, I, you know, I'm just, like, killing the game, dog, like I'm Joe Rogan, <laughs> like, with my podcast, like, no, I want it to be, I don't care if it's not popular, like, like I like the nuance, I like the niche about it, I like the, um, like, this is what's on my mind, and I'm, I'm putting it out there, and, uh, And you got something to listen to for 20 minutes that you didn't before. That you get a unique insight. And and we all have something... Everyone has a story. Like, everybody could write their life story. And it would probably be pretty interesting because it's their unique view on on life. Exactly. And uh, it's kind of the same thing with podcasts. Like, think of all the millions and millions of people that have a unique take... um, uh, on situations that you haven't looked at the way they have before, um, all these different shades of of emotion and feeling, and different perspectives, and uh, so to me that would be that would be top notch. That would be that would be awesome. So as long as somebody's getting something out of it, it's it's worth doing, and, and it's worth it for me too to to get my thoughts out. And It's like a time capsule, like I said before. Like when I was just doing like a couple episodes in a year, like I did like three in a year or something when I was starting out, <laughs> you know, it's like this will be something cool to look back at one day, you know, twenty years from now, and be like, I remember I was at that hotel room and I was feeling so utterly on my own and uh, and alone, and it's like it was me against the uh, against the uh, the negative world of loneliness, you know, I was fighting against it. And i am say, I was putting my foot down. I'm saying, no, nope, I'm important. What I have to say is important and I don't give a damn. <laughs> and I remember the, what I was feeling then. And it it comes out in, in the audio, in the story that i yeah. in, in my conversation, you know, it's great. It's beautiful because so many times in life, we will be by ourselves and there won't be nobody else to say, okay, keep going. Or, uh, you, we have to be our own cheerleaders yeah, and we exactly. have to totally believe it. And what we're doing has merit, you know? Yeah. And once in a while, uh, you can fall
1: back on a friend. Once mm-hmm. in a while you're lucky and you don't have to pull your own bootstraps up. Like, right. you, you know, so, but sometimes you do have, you're the one that has to do it too.
0: Yeah. So it's absolutely. Both.
1: It's both. It's both. But you can't rely on the the you can't rely on the bailouts right you gotta rely yeah. on your own bailouts you gotta bail yeah, yourself man. out basically
0: and like you said, we were talking about this as well, like I don't have i any my friend's podcast like like you are like a you know we're we're kind of unique in a, our own friend system where I, I, it's like that's awesome, so when I found out that you were doing this, like that's great like because you're a fellow podcaster that you're trying to make it happen and put yourself out there and uh and it's like we're rare. We're rare. Like there's so many people and th- there's great people out there and it- they should podcast but they don't. Yep. And uh it's like it's it's too bad, but um but like and I said this before like artists I hate when artists cut other artists out like either whether that's being unfriended or, or they don't reach out to somebody or they don't introduce themselves because it's like we have to stick together. Like artists really do. And it's the same kind of thing with podcasters as well. Like you kind of have to stick together because not many people are really, if you really look at the big picture, are really doing it, you know. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people, but not as much as many as you think, you know. So it it's a good thing to kind of help each other, like, keep going, keep doing it. It's important. It's important. Even though in your own mind, who's really listening? It's like, come on, why are you doing this? Like that negative monkey mind thing again? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to fight against that. And, and, uh, and us kind of telling, hey, keep going. What you do, it has merit. It, it makes, it's huge. It's a big one. It's nice. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you telling me to do this tonight. Yeah. Even though you know, the, again, the work can suck the energy out of you, and it's like I just need a little extra push. So I appreciate that, man. I do. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, you—you've been pushing me. You were the one that said, "Hey, get that!" I challenge you to get that. Right.
0: <laughs> the Christmas episode. Christmas, yeah. The
1: Christmas episode number. I'm,
0: right.
1: like, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do what I've been trying to do the past couple of years and start uh, doing a regular show again where I actually do a show and I do all of the stuff associated with the show, uh-huh. promoting the show like it's back and I enjoy doing it. And um, it's always a slow moving snowball, but this you roll the snowball down the hill and it slowly gets bigger. So it's the only way there's no shortcut. Yeah. And I don't want there to be shortcut. You know what the best thing about having a small show is? no, haters like maybe yeah. they they stroll along <laughs> yeah once yeah. in a while but you're not you're not at this point where you're constantly thinking about what some asshole said and i don't want that dude i don't i don't want to be that like i was listening to this tim pool yeah episode i don't know if
0: oh you, yeah he, he got shot at his yeah. home got shot at
1: yes and he had uh he had yay on the show and like right.
0: yay walked or whatever. off
1: the show and yeah. then everyone was criticizing him. And he mm-hmm. came on his, his podcast and he's like, I don't even want to do this anymore. This isn't why I podcasted. And, you know, he was just trying to, he, I mean, he, you ask for it when you enter the political sphere. When yeah. you enter the political world, you're asking for torturous haters. Like just, yeah. you, you are. Uh, but still, the point is is' like he 's just trying to do his show, make his living, do his thing, and he came out like and he he was like at this point he was like i 'm getting shot at i don't i don't even want to do this show i don't even want to do this anymore this isn't why I did this to to receive this kind of treatment yeah and it's like, well, you know uh I hope that's not that's not what we're... Don't get so caught up on being famous because it's like one of those questions. Don't be careful what you wish for. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Type of right. situation, right? Well, you know, and there's just tons of people that get... They, you know, there's famous people or up-and-coming famous people or famous enough people. Um, they get, they'll be out in the public and they get somebody come at them. So or they, they get shot. And, you know uh I think of this singer uh christina uh Grimmie, I think it, if i'm nice i don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she was kind of like um she was on um she was on like on the peripherals she was like on that show the not the voice but America's got talent or no America what was the big america's what was the first one america um not got talent but american idol American idol yeah. yeah. And, um, and she ended up being like, oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, uh, like she didn't make it. She wasn't like the big singer, but she was like, she, she was, you know, the guy was, uh, the guy from, uh, Adam Levine or whatever. He's like, oh, you got your talent. You should, uh, definitely start recording stuff. And then she started recording stuff. And then you find, I found out in the news, oh, she got shot. Someone came up out of his mind, came up and shot her. You know, in the middle of, a, of her, you know, signing autographs or whatever. It's like, so, yeah. And then think about, like, John Lennon. You know, he got stabbed, I think. Was it stabbed or shot? you remember? Shot. He got shot, yeah. So you could just, that's the consequence of, like, you don't even have to be very famous. You can just be, like, famous enough. And, like, heck, you know, it just takes one crazy person and to seek you out but that's the thing that's the game like we have to go out you got if you feel compelled to go out and put your work out you need to do these things to do that and that's your dream that's your purpose you, you have to do it you have to do it you mm-hmm. know otherwise what kind of life is it when you when you're not doing it you know
1: right do it to you know. just to do it do it yeah just like hitting the gym just like right yeah
0: man But all um, right yeah
1: good episode
0: yeah for sure well let's uh for the the christmas one i, I always try to do something special if i can't I, I i try to do make a kind of um i do the you know i i have like uh arnold come on i have uh michael kane come on i I try to get the, the get, I get the big top tier guests, you know, and I try nice. to do something kind of something witty with with all of them together in the same room. I'll try to do that this year, or I might do something different. We'll see what happens. But what are you thinking for your Christmas episode? What what did you are you gonna have a guest? Or are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's a good or, question. Yeah, it does. You don't even have to do any of that. You can just be like, you know what? Hey, it's holiday episode. I'm just gonna talk. You know.
1: I'll do and, something uh, special. I'll do something special.
0: Right. Right.
1: I certainly will.
0: Yeah. And uh let me know if you need any any creative help. I'll be able to shoot some ideas at you and uh, so I'll be this will be fun. I'm looking forward to this, you know? Yeah. It's a good challenge. And uh I'd love to see some cartoon videos too. Just Yeah. Just yeah. To let you know. uh, okay. <laughs> you know, I I know I'll start wrapping this up, but On my YouTube channel, um, I got on Mustang Seven at Mustang Seven on YouTube. uh, I do. I draw. I've been drawing logos, and these logos are like logos that are kind of like alternate, alternative logos to the logos that we see every day that they're trying to constantly show us. Like this is it. You're supposed to obey this logo. Like I'm doing like the anti logos, like sticking it to the man kind of logos. <laughs> right? Mm. I'm sketching them out on napkins, right? And uh people seem to like them so far. So I do that on that channel. On my other channel, 10 second cartooning, I'm doing kind of like what we were talking about where I'm drawing monsters. You know, I'm drawing, you know, comic book characters. I'm drawing uh, my character rage. And I'm doing that, I'll put out, like, 15-minute short 15, – no, 15-second 15 shorts. But then I'll do the long-form videos, like drawing a comic book, comic book cover that are, like, 5 or 10 minutes or whatever. So, But, uh, yeah, those – I appreciate that. So, yep. those are the channels there. But well, um, I'll
1: check them out, and I look forward to more, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and everybody that's listening, check out ddon.life on iTunes – and uh, what, are, what are the other ones? Uh, if you go
1: to the Instagram, ddon.life, you can yeah. just go to the, to the link in the bio, and you can go to the Libsyn, the direct link. Uh, that's yeah. any, any device can listen that way. Oh, so right. if you don't have the Apple Podcast app, it is on Stitcher, I think.
0: Stitcher, that's right. Let's yeah, yeah, talk about that it's,
1: one. It's on Google. It's not on Spotify. I I should work on that. Mm -hmm. But no matter what device you're on, you can just go to Instagram. And you can go to my link. You can go to my bio, click on the link tree, and go direct show. Let's see what it says. I'm going to go there right now. All right. You go to the link tree, ddon.life, and then there's a couple links. Yeah, it says podcast direct link. And that will take you directly to the hosting, just like Podbean. You can listen on any, sh- any device. Or if you listen on the podcast app, the Apple Podcast app,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's what I listen to podcasts on. So that's what yeah. i Yeah, either one.
0: Fantastic.
1: Thanks for asking.
0: Fantastic, man. All right. We'll call it an episode. Appreciate you coming on. Good paranormal talk, and uh, yeah, have a Merry Christmas. And, you too, uh, bro. I'm you sure too. we'll talk before all that, but uh, or at least before New Year's for sure. But um, All right, man, thanks for being right. on.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: That's a wrap. All right. Later. All right, bye-bye. All right, everybody, may you all have long days, pleasant nights. Thanks for listening.